You're listening to a Marcus Sahaba online radio podcast. Okay, let's go to our Ustad. I want to know what my, what my Ustad is having on this beautiful Saturday morning. Ustad, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. How are you this morning? Al- Alhamdulillah, Ustad. Beautiful Saturday morning. This, uh, the second 10 days of the month of Ramadan. Uh, I see all the listeners are giving all the menus, Ustad. Somebody says fish curry and roti. So I don't know what Ustad is having this morning. Oh, inshallah, Mulana. Some jungle oats, inshallah, with Aziz. Mm. A cup of tea and toast, I mm. think that. And mashallah, Kajuri Sunnat of Nabi Kareem, sallallahu alayhi wa Like how you have at iftar time also, at sehri time, it's also a sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam to partake of Kajur. Mm. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us tawfiq. And I think. You know, one one of the days, Murana, we must talk about the diet of Rasulullah Pak sallallahu alayhi salatu wasalam. Yes, mm-hmm. we all have a variety of taste and, and liking. Mm-hmm. But it's also nice sometimes, let us see, because what is the purpose of fasting, Murana? Is it, uh, is it just to stay hungry or is it just to eat food that it must keep us going for the whole day? What is the real purpose of fasting? Mm-hmm. So alhamdulillah. The real purpose of fasting first is to please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Mm-hmm. And number two is to get that feeling in you. Okay, what it is, what hunger is actually. When you see people who are starving, who don't have food, who don't have a single meal to eat. Gee, what goes through their mind? What goes through their body? At least that feeling. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us tawfiq. Yes, you can have anything for sihri, mm-hmm. but it's nice, alhamdulillah, if we follow the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi salatu. Yes, some people can't eat anything. Mm-hmm. All they can do is drink a glass of water mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. have something very, very light. Mm-hmm. Uh, and mashallah, I see you have a great taste for curry, Moana, so it's nice. I don't know, you had chicken biryani the, the other day, mashallah. <laughs> <laughs> You have an excellent digestive system. Uh, Ustad, coming, coming to the suhoor meal, coming, I mean, you're speaking about the dieting of Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. I mean, coming to the, should we take part in the suhoor meal or should we not? Because some people say, ah, Mulana, you know what? There's no need to get up for suhoor. You know, so, and what oh. should we eat in a suhoor? Should, I mean, I don't know, Ustad, you can tell me maybe about the dieting or maybe regarding our health as well. Because somebody just sent a message, they say, uh, ask Mulana, what was the diet of Nabi sallallahu Because Nabi sallallahu also, he was a bit choosy. I don't think Nabi Salaam was a bit choosy, Ustad. Yes, no? No, Allah Akbar. No, Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi salatu wasalam, whatever was presented on the mm. Dastarkhan, mm. Huzuri Pak sallallahu alayhi salatu wasalam used to partake of it. And as I said, inshallah, maybe tomorrow we will yes. do a detailed explanation yes. of Alhamdulillah. Yes. What was the diet of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi salatu wasalam? But I think the simplicity, the most important thing is that keep our suhoor and iftar simple. Mm. Insha'Allah, and do not miss tehri at all costs. At any cost, don't miss it. It's one of the great sunnahs of Nabi Kareem, sallallahu alayhi salatu wasalam. Rasulullah Pak sallallahu alayhi wasalam made lots of dua and encouraged the ummah. And that's the difference in the fasting of the ummah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasalam and the rest of the world is that Get up for sihri, inshallah. Even if you have to drink a glass of water, even if you have to partake of some dates or kajur, inshallah, that sunnah will be ada. But at no cost should a person 
miss his zuhur, even if he feels he doesn't want to eat anything. Just have something light, inshallah, with the niyat that it is the sunnah of Rasulullah, sallallahu alayhi salatu wasalam. Moranas, I just want to give you, just to make you happy, Jeez, and our listeners happy. Gee. Alhamdulillah. You know, in this world, Moranas, when we have our meals, we got starters, we've got so many things, inshallah, before we have uh-huh. the real meal. Gee. So, for Mike, what is going to be the sequence of eating in Jannat? Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A good question is asked, Moranas, okay, what is going to be the best meal that's going to be served in Jannat? Yeah, well, in, 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 our, in our times, we say, well, it's chicken roast, it's biryani, or it's kalio, whatever it is. Mm. In Jannat, what's going to be the first meal that Allah is going to give to us? Subhanallah. I'm going to leave this to the listeners. This is a good question. Let them search mm. which is going to be the first meal and what is going to be the first meal that Allah is going to give to us in Jannat. But... The sequence of eating in Jannat, first Allah will grant us beautiful fruits to eat. That's why whenever we make a mistake, Moana, you see, we're eating fruit salad or we're eating fruit mm. after having meals. The proper way of eating a fruit and enjoying a fruit is eat the fruit in a, on an empty stomach. Sure. So in Jannat, Allah is going to give us fruits first. Second, Allah will give us meat to eat. Allahu Akbar. And third, Allah will give us ghurs in Jannah. Subhanallah. Mm, 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 mm. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us tawfiq, Mulana. Really, if we want to spread Islam, mm. we're talking about health issues now, Mulana, because alhamdulillah, fasting brings about health, gives us good health. And really, if we want to spread the message of Islam, mm-hmm. which is your duty and my duty, in some way or the other, to preach Islam, to deliver the message of Islam. So how do you do this? For my first and foremost, Sada Riba, try to have simple meals. Hmm. And Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam had only one salam, one meal, one dish on the Dastar Khan. Allahu Akbar. Now we have variety. Okay, it's the ni'mat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But let us try, inshallah, to be simple in our dressing, simple in our eating, simple in our nikahs, mm. and simple in our homes. Simplicity, inna al-bazazata min al-iman. Yes. Let us not, you know, be lavish. Let us not be boastful. Have simplicity. So, for my key, if you want to spread the message of Islam, mm-hmm. and if you have these qualities in you, you can go anywhere in the world. And spread the message of Islam, Allah will make it easy for you. Number one, Sada Riza. Ah. Eat simple food, inshaAllah. Number two, Sada Rahaish. Make your home spacious, yes, but simplicity. You know, Nabi Karim wasallam used to sleep on a mattress that was stuffed with kajur tree leaves. And when he used to sleep on it, it would leave marks on his back. So mm. One day, Hadrat Aisha radiallahu ta'ala said, let me double this. Maybe it will give some comfort to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi salatu wasalam. And she folded that mattress to try and give Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam some comfort and make it easy for him. And Udu sallallahu alayhi wasallam slept on it 
and something happened and Hudu sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said to Hadrat Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha ghaliban that please leave my mattress as it was. Gee. So imagine we have the best of beds, Mulana. Mm. We have the best of everything. But still we can't get up for Fajr namaz. Still we can't leave the comfort of that bed. See? And yeah, Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi salatu wasalam. See? His mattress full of stuffed wood kajur leaves. Leaving a mark on his back. Sure. And still getting up for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And crying for the ummah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasalam. So sada ghiza, inshaAllah ladiz, eat what is simple, practical, and good for your health. You are what you eat. We are obesity. This is the biggest problem. What was the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam? Taaleem was that leave one section empty of your stomach, one yes. for water and one for food. Do not overeat. Do not overindulge. Enjoy the bounties of Allah. And talk about the bounties that Allah has given to you. So coming back to the point, Allah, is let us be simple in our in our meals and preparation. Sada Rahaish, let our homes be, yes, neat, practical and spacious. Sada Liban. Allahu Akbar. Allah, this is where we are going all wrong. Look at the style of dressing of us, men and women and children. Illa mashaAllah, there is a dini mahol, but look how we dress. And look at the warning Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam sounded that men should not imitate women and yes. women should not imitate mm-hmm. men. And exactly the opposite is happening. Allah Ta'ala protect us. So let our libas be in accordance to shariat. What Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala's Habib, Rasul Pak Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, just love the color white. Or for my when you give kafan to the deceased person, let it be in white. Your ihram is white. Why are you wearing that white ihram? It reminds you of your kafan. Because never mind whether you're a king or a queen, this is how you are going to go to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when you leave this dunya. It's three pieces of calico Mm. for a male and five pieces for a female. And the last one, sada nikah. So somebody asked the question, Mona, can we get married in Ramadan? Added some men and, and, and families, they decide that, well, there is no conjugal rights in Ramadan. All, all, all the avenues are closed. Mm-hmm. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given ijazat to fulfill one's conjugal right in the month of Ramadan. 100%. Yet after iftar, till before the time of sehri ends, it is permissible. But inshallah, always take consideration of your wife, hard work, busy in so many other things. Also make riyad of them. Mm. So, for my is it permissible to get married in Ramadan? Yes, you can get married. Alhamdulillah, it is jayis. The only thing that if you get married during the day, you cannot consummate the marriage until, inshallah, after iftar. But if somebody gets married in Ramadan, alhamdulillah, it is jayis. So, simplicity in food, simplicity in our homes, simplicity in our dressing, mm. and simplicity mm. in our nikah. <coughs> Three things for your health. We're talking about health issues here, Mara. Try and wear cotton clothing. Cotton? One. Mm. Number two, eat less. 
And number three, walk as much as possible, insha'Allah. Mm-hmm. Three things, Mulana. Use as much as you want. No harm will come to you. Number one is sabziya. You know, vegetables, insha'Allah. Huh. We eat very little, Mulana. But alhamdulillah, in the olden days, our parents used to plant it in the garden. Ah. They had such beautiful, they had green fingers. Mm-hmm. Alhamdulillah, they would grow it. And one house, you'd send it to the next house. You've got extra cabbages, carrots, radish, mm. lettuce, whatever it is. So there was in abundance, barakah. Mm. MashaAllah, the whole neighborhood used to get some, some tuhfa and some gift. That's also gone. So farmaya, use as much as you want. No harm will come to you. It's vegetables and pani and, and water. So alhamdulillah, respected brothers, Allah Ta'ala grant us tawfiq. That's one. Just for our brothers and sisters who are neglecting their taraweeh. Mm. Allahu Akbar. Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala give us tawfiq. You are making 40 extra sujood. Allahu Akbar. Mm. In front of Allah, you are making sujood. What is the reward of one sajda? Imagine. It's like a horse rider who rides in the shade of a tree for 500 years of riding. Mm. The person has to ride for 500 years. See? And under the shade, that's the sawab Allah will give to him. And for one sajda, Allah will give him 1,500 good deeds. Mm. And number three, a palace is made for him which will have 60,000 doors. And every door will be studded with rubies Mm. and precious stones. For any night, this is the reward. Allahu Akbar. So some of us are missing out on our tarawih. Imagine, Allah, besides the daily namazes and the sujood that we make in our salah, through the medium of tarawih, Allah is giving you further tawfiq to make 40 sujoods. And look at the sawab. That Allah is granted. So may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us tawfiq, insha'Allah. Do you have any questions for us to take, Mu'ala? Someone is asking, uh, Ustad, that um, did Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa ever eat the vegetable? You were speaking about vegetable, Ustad? Rasulullah Pak sallallahu alayhi wa sallam used to love calabash mm. or dudi or dodi as we call it. Whenever that was presented to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Zuri Park sallallahu alayhi wa sallam used to search for it uh-huh. in, in, the, in the bowl of dish, curry. And inshallah, Rasulullah Park sallallahu alayhi wa sallam used to eat it. That mm. was one of the beautiful meals that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam loved to eat. Mm. And alhamdulillah, as I said, the older, now it's all modern, now it's fast food, takeaway, no barakat, mm. no rahmat of Allah, no barakat, nothing. Look at what we are feeding our children, Walana, this fast food. So unhealthy, saturated fat. Now, we're not going to go into all that. We can speak to the dietitians. Maybe well, maybe we should get one of the doctors to come in also to Ustad, help us. Yeah. Ustad, you have to listen to this. Uh, sister says here that, uh, please ask Malana Salim Karim that is it permissible to overeat iftar time? My husband's overeat so much that he feels lazy to go for tarawih. You know? No, but as I said to you, Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi you can never overeat, as I said to you. Hmm. Obesity. You know? <laughs> The king of Iran had sent a team of doctors to Medina. Uh-huh. When they heard about Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, they said, okay, 
this great prophet of Islam, go there and try and serve the community. They stayed for six months. Not a single patient came to them. So when they were leaving, they asked the Prophet ﷺ, what is it that your ummah, what is it that your companions are doing mm. that they don't fall sick? Not a single patient came to us. And what was the reply Rasulullah gave? That they eat with moderation. One. Mm. And number two, when they still feel that they want to take another serving, they stop. To overindulge brings lethargicness. It's also the, because a person does not read Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. Wallahi mm. Mulana. If we read Bismillahir Wa'ala Barakatillah, start with Allah's name. Allah will give you barakah. You see, when you don't take Allah's name, then you eat like a glut. And it's absolutely unhealthy, Mulana. Mm. It affects your iman, it affects your heart, it affects your whole body. To overindulge, Abi Karim sallallahu alayhi wasallam is to eat with moderation. So the sister is asking a question that this is wrong. We should discipline ourselves. Because otherwise, then what is the reason for fasting, Mulana? So may Allah Ta'ala give us the peace for Ustad, another one says, <laughs> Mulana uh, Salim Karim, during Tarawih, a lot of brothers, they, they, when they break, when they burp, I mean, uh, is that um, causing taklif to the musalli, Ustad? Mulana, this is what I'm saying. This is one of the most horrible things a person can do. First thing, Nabi Karim, Sallallahu Alaihi Salatu Wasallam said, mm. do not eat raw onions and come into the masjid. Sure. Because you're giving two taklifs. One is the person that's standing next to you. Number two, you're giving the malaika taklif. And this is such a bad habit, Mulana. We are, we, we don't, we are not conscious of our Muslim brother. Sure. That this is going to upset a person. This is because we overeat and overindulge in. Many times we have to sometimes tell the brother, brother, please stop this. So this is why we need to be disciplined, Mulana. We cannot give, give taklif to the fellow musallis in the masjid. And number, number two is that when you burp, it's a, it's, a, it's a smell that comes out. Gee, it's taklif for the malaika. So we must try our level best, inshallah, to control ourselves. Sister from Marisburg says, uh, what about, um, she puts here cigars, cigars, Ustad, cigarettes. <laughs> the, the car, yeah, the same thing as what you call, call in, in, in English, burping, gee. No, no, no. Uh, she's saying about, uh, to speak about cigarettes who start smoking. Oh, Allah. But, Mona, this is another topic, and I think our Muslims or our listeners are going to get upset with us. First of all, you know, I have an opinion, Mona. Mm. This is my opinion. Mm -hmm. Many times the brothers ask me, Mona, what's the first question should we ask when there's a proposal that's coming? Uh-huh. This is my opinion. It's not a masla. It's not that you have to follow what I say. His first question I will ask is, does the brother smoke? I agree with you, Ustad. I agree totally with you. I'll tell you, Mulana, the incidents that came to me. Uh -huh. The one sister said to me, Mulana, I'm married for 30 years now. I do not love my husband because he is a chain smoker. <inaudible> he smokes my whole room, my curtains, my linen. Every aspect in my home has this foul smell of cigarettes. I cannot take it. And because of that, Allah forgive me, I could not even fulfill my conjugal rights with him. 
I was committing zina and I've made tawbah to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for that. What am I destroying? You're destroying your lungs. Look after your health. Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Gee, two things my ummah will be careless about. Number uh-huh. one is health. And number two is quality time. So, Morana, can you imagine if, a, and many times a brother comes and stands next to me. Mm. I ask the brother, please go and gargle your mouth. I'm sorry, because I, I will not concentrate in my salah. I'm talking about my personal self, Morana. I find it highly difficult to stand to, next to somebody who had just smoked. And the saddest part is, Morana, we come two minutes before namaz, and we will be puffing in the car, we'll puff in the masjid yard, even some of us throw the stumps into the masjid yard. 100%. I agree with you, Ustad. 101% Ustad. And then you come and stand in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah's name is so sweet, Dosto Azizo. You know, I think it was Mawlana Jami said, you know, that to send drood and salam, this mouth of us, we speak lies. We make ghibat. We do so much of wrong things with this mouth. Are we in a position to take Rasulullah's name? Are we in a position to take Allah's name? Allah. You're standing in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Make miswak, gargle your mouth, use a mouthwash, then come into the masjid, mashallah. So you yourself feel refreshed. Your musalli standing next to you feel refreshed. Yes, but Allah ta'ala loves the smell of a person who is fasting from his mouth mm-hmm. because you're doing it for the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It's coming from the stomach. It's because of hunger. Mm. So the sister is a well, well question asked. Brothers, we must also, you know, this passive smoking. Sometime in the car, I'm smoking and puffing. My wife, she says, Molana, my hijab is full of smoke. Sure. My clothes is smelling of, of smoke. I have to go into a function. I have to go for talim. And here is it. My whole clothes is stained and smelling with cigarettes. Allahu mm. Akbar. Let's not cause taklif to anybody. Kisi musulman put taklif maddena. Don't hurt the feelings. Respect your wife. You want to smoke, you are addicted to it. Go and smoke outside the house, inshallah, aziz. Gargle your mouth, everything, so that when you come to her, that inshallah, if you have to hug her and kiss her, alhamdulillah, there's a beautiful atmosphere and chemistry. My whole body is smelling of cigarettes, my mouth is smelling of cigarettes, Mughana. Will my, will my spouse kiss me? Definitely not. Mm. It's a very serious matter, Morana. Some women are suffering in silence. Wallahu al-Azim. I see, uh, uh, I see sister from Fanabail Pak says, uh, correct, 100%, Morana. My husband, he just waits for iftar just to smoke his packet of cigarettes. Subhanallah. <laughs> no, that's Morana. This Ramadan is a, Morana, a training period, inshallah. Make a near that I'll cut down gradually, inshallah. Obviously, you can't stop overnight. No, no, we can't put a stop to smoking overnight. Gradually phase it out of your life. No, no, what's the, what's the price of cigarettes now? About 40, 50, I'm not sure. Yeah, about 50, yeah, somewhere there, somewhere there. Can you imagine a person is smoking two packets of cigarettes a day? Mm. Forget about the cigars that come from Cuba and I don't know where, where it comes from. No, no. And what you are doing, you are burning money, you're smoking money out. Take that money, inshallah, for your children. At least pay their school fees, their madresa fees. Or give somebody in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Or put that money into better use. Because in the end of the day, you're destroying yourself. Lung cancer. So many types of taklif a person goes through. What smoke is doing? We're destroying our own lives. We're destroying our own health. May Allah ta'ala forgive us. Mm-hmm. Ustaz, it's, um, 
three minutes left inshallah so uh two minutes left so what i'm gonna do inshallah we'll start that tomorrow inshallah maybe we can touch on that uh yes i want to talk on the diet of rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam rana inshallah used to generally love to eat uh-huh. in normal days uh-huh. and what rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam is to partake for sehri and iftar in the month of ramadan there's a concerned that mother Ustad, a concerned mother also wants to know regarding that uh this is from boxburg she says that her son weighs 110 110 and of course he loves eating so please molana salim help us the best diet for our son he he, he weighs 110 honorable ustad mm. obviously i'm sure she has to take him to the doctors there's some medical conditions also and inshallah as far as sharia is concerned if you read your five daily namazes yes with such beautiful concentration and your sujood is correct your position of ruku is correct your tashahud position is correct alhamdulillah allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by us reading our nafil salah our sunnah our farz inshallah with the correct procedure shown to us by rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam inshallah aziz allah will make it easy one number two marana we all have to start learning to walk yes we're living in a different difficult times where security is of great importance, safety is of great importance. Mm-hmm. But inshallah, if we can walk, alhamdulillah, for every step that you take walking towards the masjid, Allah is forgiving you. See, he was a great alim, you know, he used to walk towards the masjid. Mm-hmm. And he used to collect the dust that used to collect on his shoes and, mm-hmm. and sandals. Mm-hmm. And over the years, it formed so much dust, it formed like a brick. And he made a wasiyat. That the day I die, mm. put this brick under my head. Ya Allah. So that when on the day of Qiyamah, Allah is going to ask me, okay, what amal did you bring? I will say, Rabbul Alameen, I used to walk to the masjid five times a day. This is the dust that accumulated on my clothes Allah. and on my shoes. I have collected it, Rabbul Alameen. I walked to the masjid for your pleasure. Rabbul Alameen, with the barakat of this dust that I have collected, Allah forgive me. So yes, Alhamdulillah, Muran. I know, look at different places where there is safety, where there is parda, inshaAllah, we should do a lot of walking. It will help us, inshaAllah. But guaranteed, if you read your namaz, all your namazes, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will definitely help when it comes to your weight and so many other health aspects. May Allah give us the I mean, I mean, I mean, I see brother Firoz, mashallah, from Lodium also says he wants to know what's the dieting. So tomorrow morning, Sunday morning, we're going to be listening to Hazrat Malan Salim Karim about the dieting. Somebody says, Malana, uh, my weight is 88. I'm trying so hard, but this stomach does not want to go down too much. Yes, Malana, two, two, <laughs> things, two, two things you must not ask our sisters. Malana, two things you mustn't ask them. Please tell me, Ustaz, please tell me. Yeah, number one is, what's your weight? Huh? No, don't ask them that. Number two, you must not ask them what's their age. But why was that? It's private, Mulana. But, but I mean, I mean, if you ask me what's my age, I'll tell you I'm 38. I mean, if you ask me what's my weight, I'll tell you I'm 77. So what? So what's Mulana, the it, it shows that how conscious we are of our beauty and our figure, Mulana. Gee, it's important. Yes, we must maintain our weight. We must maintain our beauty. Otherwise, Mulana, alhamdulillah, you know, men are very choosy in lots of things. So they're very worried about it. Yeah, when you ask them their age, they will tell you no. You can ask us any other question. We're not going to disclose our age. But I still... And lastly, Mulan, let me, I just read something just now, you know. Uh-huh. There was a Patan. Uh-huh. He put his wife on contraception. Uh-huh. 
I have had enough children. Uh-huh. Now I'm now, you need to take the pearl or whatever it is. That's a different masla now. We're not going to talk about that. But just on a lighter note, and uh-huh. it's not in any way we're trying to insult anybody, but it's something amusing and humor, as I sometimes like to share with us. Inshallah. So he put his wife on contraception. Uh-huh. And after some time, she fell pregnant. Wow. After taking all the precautions, now came... Now, what name I'm going to keep for this child, Diana? Because I took all the precautions, everything. Hmm. And again, she had fallen pregnant. So he said, you know what? This child here, hmm. I'm going to keep his name Zabardas Khan. <laughs> Zabardas means forceful Khan. After copying everything, you still came into dunya. He is Zabardas Khan. <laughs> Zabardas <laughs> I see uh, Malana Salim Karim from Newcastle. Uh, no, Malana Salim, yeah. He says, uh, give salams to Malana Salim Karim from Malana Salim Hussein. Uh, and Jazakumullah, Malana, for those sterling advisors and benefiting from your cups of wisdom. So tomorrow everybody's looking how to lose weight to start. So I didn't know this. I didn't know you can't ask a woman how old is she and you can't ask her. Uh, what's a weight? I mean, I mean, I, I don't know. I still can't fathom. But anyway, hey, Jawadini, Jawadini. Well, just one, one last dua, inshallah. Try and make this beautiful dua of Hadrat Yunus alayhi salam. La ilaha illa anta subhanaka inni kuntu minas zalimin. Anybody that is sick, Mulana, uh-huh. read the hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Read it 40 times. And make them in a glass of water and uh-huh. give it to the sick person to drink. Two things will happen. Allah will grant them shifai kamila. And if both is written, Allah will give them the death of shahadat. Subhanallah. Allah. And whenever you are in difficulty, you can't find a job. You're not getting married. There's so much hardship. I mean, death. I mean, so many tatlif. Read Dhru Sharif 11 times and 500 times. La ilaha illa anta subhanaka inni kuntu min al Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will fulfill all your needs. May Allah ta'ala give us tawfiq. Wa akhiru da'wana anilhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Ameen. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi Honorable Ustad. Hey, everyone is looking forward for tomorrow. I have to, I have to write this, uh, the tips down of dieting, of dieting.